0: I am Kimberly Hayes day Muga.
1: And I'm Amanda Day.
0: You're listening to Fundraising Heyday,
1: where we cover the how to's about grants and fundraising
0: and how we can all do a better job of changing the world through philanthropy. So, thanks for joining us today. For six years, I dreamed of making the switch to consulting work, but a lot of things held me back. Uh, but, okay, I, I was actually the thing that held me back, but we'll get to that. I don't want anybody else to be in the same position, so I joined forces with Amanda and our friend Allison Boyd of Boyd Grants to bring you more pathology. It's a 90-minute on-demand webinar that answers 13 of the most burning questions soon-to-be consultants may have about creating or growing their business or changing your business in a way that you need to to fit better with your life. We all come from three different backgrounds and three different discussions, three different answers for every question. And they are tech questions and then they're conceptual questions. And they're all important. So I'm hoping that you'll give this a try. I think it could really, really help you if you are in that position around starting, growing and changing your consulting business. To find out more and get your own copy, visit paydayservices.com and click on the morphology link. We can't wait to help you begin or expand your consulting business.
1: Absolutely. So, But on today's show, we are talking to our nerdy best friend, Beth Z. Beth is a speaker and an author who cuts through the noise to bring you tech tips, tools, and tricks for productive productivity. Sexy social media tolerable to do this and a truly collaborative collaborations. We recorded this amazing interview live at the 2023 grant summit powered by the Grant Professionals Association in a very bustling exhibit hall. So there may be some background noise, but it was a great conversation with Beth. Hope you enjoy.
0: Hey there. We are thrilled at the fundraising heyday podcast to bring in Kim Joyce and Associates as a sponsor. This incredible grant consulting firm based in Arizona has worked with nonprofits, for-profits, agencies of all sizes, from tribal governments to hospitals, universities and everything in between. CEO Kim Joyce is here to share some really interesting tips and tricks that she's learned in her lived experience in this incredibly successful firm. We're so glad you could join us. So, Kim, you have grown your firm tremendously over the years. And I think you're successful because you hire quality grant professionals. But what are you looking for when you're hiring those folks that have helped you grow your business?
2: Yeah. um, We are looking for the people who are the best in our field and also people who are honest, trustworthy, inquisitive. Creative, hardworking and team players who care about our client outcomes and are committed to our company values and our values are integrity, excellence, perseverance, community and discovery.
1: Nice. To find out more about the incredible team at Kim Joyce and Associates, visit kimjoyceandassociates.com. If you want to join a consulting firm who places value on integrity, excellence, and community, check out the career opportunities page. Kim is always on the lookout for her next great hire as well as her next great client. Well, welcome to this show, Beth Z. Um, I love that your tagline is your nerdy best friend, and you even have nerd on your jacket. So that just makes me so happy. I'm glad you you're you're with your nerdy people here. So welcome to Grant Summit. Yeah, I
2: see you. I see you people. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, So we want to start off with you know just a light topic. Let's talk about AI. (laughs) You know, (laughs) just like no no controversy. Yeah, none whatsoever. It's like
2: we're talking about beans. You know. It's just a thing. easy stuff
1: it's a thing so clearly a godsend to some people very scary to others you know people are worried about the ethical components especially when it becomes using it in our field for grant writing and, and other copy. so what is it that you love about the tool and how or have you found it's able to work best for you and what you do
2: or have or do
1: you, you not oh do it? I not use it Yes. No,
2: we just wanted to give you that out oh, in case yes. you're, like... I'm using it right now to speak to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I use it all the time. Yes. Um, so you, let me... Can you walk us through a little bit of that? Absolutely. Yeah. Here's... Let me tell you a story about why this really, this really hits home to me. Yeah, yeah. I was a community college instructor okay. for several years, and I taught the class right before English 101. You know, they weren't quite like, ready to take Like a it. remedial class, maybe? Yeah, sort of. I, I, it kind of. Just like a beginning, like, let me get you ready for that. And I had a student who was amazing. He, was, he should have been a motivational speaker. I hope he went on to be one. He was charming. He was eloquent. He was amazing to talk to. You just loved mm-hmm. being with him. Yeah. And he could not write. Oh. And it broke my heart. I had to fail him. Oh. And I... The reason I had to fail him was because you cannot function in a world that requires that skill. In yeah. a business world that requires that skill. You don't have the capability to do that with these skills. And it was tough because you know he was in community college, Every, everybody in community college in my eyes is sacrificing something in their lives to make that happen. Right? Yeah. So he was going back to school, he was in community college, really trying to go forward and I'm like, this is just a stop sign for him, And now, there are no stop signs. I am a good writer. I'm, I've got a master's degree in journalism. We were talking to grant writers. They're good writers. We write mm-hmm. for a living yeah. in different ways. Everybody is now a good writer. That guy true. can write as well as I can now. And it's scary in some ways, in lots of ways. Right. But it's also a great equalizer. It's a great common ground now for everyone to have these skills that, as writers, y'all probably know this is a skill Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I didn't even know I had it. I can remember the day I realized people couldn't write. Other people couldn't write. I was like, I turned in something and they're like, you know, struggling in the back. I'm like, And they said, well, this is really hard. And I'm like,
0: it is? I didn't know. I have had this discussion with my husband so many times because he's a teacher, but he's not, I'm like all about business communication and I'm just like, here, just do this, do this. And he's like, he's like, it's so easy for you. And I just took it for granted for years. Yes. I
2: took it for granted. Sorry. Sorry. We're Um, here all day, people. All day. Tip your bartender. (laughs) I'm not. I'm leaving soon. Okay. okay? Okay. That's cool. (laughs) That's That's okay. That's that's fine. so that's that to me is the the transition that's happening is that we we're now equalizing a lot of those things but now that we're equalizing a lot of those things we the grant writing industry have the possibility to amplify ourselves so much above everybody else because we already have the baseline Mm -hmm. we are beyond the baseline of excellent and now if we use this For the crappy jobs, the boring jobs, the the just work jobs, Mm -hmm. not the thinking jobs or the charming jobs, the just work jobs. I just have to put these words on the page Mm -hmm. and I have to fill these things. Mm -hmm. And those kind of things, if we can learn how to use AI to facilitate that, we as an industry writers as an industry are going to be far above now the the fear is in our industry that a whole bunch of people who don't know anything about grant writing and who don't have that baseline of excellence are gonna come in here like watch this boom yeah and but but that heart and that and that skill of knowing what what we're choosing
1: yeah that humanity is not there yes. when you're using but that, also so. that
0: whole because it's we always say that like grant writing is like 80% not writing. It's all the other stuff like building consensus and Mm -hmm. strategic focus and building a budget and getting, collecting those
1: attachments, making, (laughs) forming partnerships.
0: And so, but the writing part is super important, but it's not like, like, I think it should be called grant development. Uh, So if you you can, if you can speed up the writing and then if you have a discerning eye and can really make sure you answer all those questions and spend all your time on that other stuff,
2: You'd be able to write more grants. Yeah. You'd be able to write more grants. It, it, when, when people go through the process of figuring out what they need to outsource, mm-hmm. right? A lot of small businesses, a lot of one-people shops need to sit down there and say, you know, what am I bad at? What takes me too long? What drags me down? What am I doing at midnight on the weekends? Like, yeah. what are those pieces that I could outsource?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That list we should apply to these skills. That's true. Yeah. And focus on the things we can't outsource yep. and then just give the rest of it, at least for a first draft. It's a junior copywriter. Yep. It's a master's level intern. You don't have to pay yeah. <laughs> who is sitting behind Trends you at talking. all times, mm-hmm. just waiting for you to ask for help. Yeah. And if as an industry we embrace that, now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If we don't embrace it and if we say, gosh, writing is writing and we sit here by ourselves and we write it and it comes from our brain and we take six hours to do the paragraph we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, I'm gonna say it, we're not gonna survive those people uh, who yeah. are in that mentality are not gonna survive the next wave of development it's kind of like mm-hmm.
0: typewriter companies in the mid 80s you know what I'm saying the right 80s
2: you know I mean, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me more about the typewriter companies in the mid-80s. <laughs> for those of you who do not have special <laughs> silver anniversary hair in honor
0: of GPA's annual summit, yeah, type. There were probably people who were, I am never going to use it. At a, what the time was a word processor or mm-hmm. um, what is yeah, now a computer, the or beginning computers, or your yeah, phone or your watch. But if, although now people collect typewriters as for fun. It's not like we're still using the little machines with the keys that went clicky clack. And so yeah. I'm just drawing that parallel.
2: Oh, no, that's a good parallel. I just didn't get it for oh, a while. But now yes. I'm right into the parallel. Yes. I'm and on no, the totally makes sense. 97th parallel with you. Yeah. Thank you, wherever that well, is. <laughs> it's a fun
1: place. Welcome. Well, I, I'm going to say I have not used any AI writing yet. And mostly just because, you know, you're kind of setting your ways and you keep hearing all these things about it. And I'm like, I'm not ready to wade in those waters yet. However, I love your your thought of using it for the dumb stuff. Yes, I'm not going to use it to write my massive federal grant, but can it help me get started on a blog post that I need to get out in I've told 2 I've hours? Totally well, used you've it done and that and it's super helpful. And but and not that I'm a using first draft. it. Yeah, it's I like the idea of it is a first draft and it can be a first draft for a lot of things because we all know that editing something is so much easier than staring at that blank page and trying to figure out cuz yeah. like once I get writing, I am pretty fast, but all, a lot of times it's that, what's my hook? What am I starting with? What I just need that bit of inspiration. And so AI could be that inspiration for, ooh, good idea. Now I can rock and roll. Or it can
0: even be like, no, I would never do that. And you're like, oh, but I would do but this. But I could do this.
1: And then yeah. it
2: served its purpose. Yeah.
1: No, I like that a lot.
2: Yep. So yep. thank
1: you for opening my eyes to that. I...
2: That's my job. I'm your nerdy best friend. I,
1: and I appreciate you, nerdy best friend.
2: <laughs> so another
0: thing, in addition to the not controversial at all AI, because nobody, Um Is productivity sort of in general although this is a crowd we love office supplies and we love apps I'll speak for myself sometimes I love productivity apps but then I I like get all excited and then I don't use them I finally have worked through that and found things that help me but I'm just curious about are there some maybe some barriers even to people who seemingly like that stuff are there barriers that they're putting up themselves that are getting in the way
2: of their productivity
0: And what kinds of things might those be?
2: One of the things I discovered during COVID is that not everybody thinks like me. And this was like, (gasps) what? (laughs) What? I am so excited about technology, I can hardly breathe. And I realized that during COVID, because I hadn't had time to think until, like, I lost all my work forever. Um, During the pandemic, when we were shut in and, and... I I was like, oh, my gosh, not everybody is, like, rushing to use it. What are they doing? Yeah. And I realized that I I developed a concept of your technology psychology. Oh, tell me. I know. It's got a sexy name. Your technology psychology is the subconscious way you're viewing new technologies that are coming at us Mm -hmm. that help and hinder you. And there are three types. Nice. There's the wows. Yeah. Which is me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, wow. And we're just, like, all in it. You're like, I'm the worst student in the world because somebody tells me about something. They're doing a demo. I'm like, shh, 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 shh. I'm playing now. Shh, shh. <laughs> Right? I'm the worst. You can't teach me anything. I have to. I, I'm in it. Yeah, okay. right then. You're playing. Yeah. Learning by playing. Learning. Absolutely. And I, that's where a lot of people are. They're like, mm-hmm. Beth, please stop talking because we all want to go home and play with this. Yeah. Those yeah. are your wows. Then you've got your weights. And this is my sister. She's, like, she's a weight. Mm-hmm. Um she's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I she came to some of my classes during uh COVID that I had online. Mm-hmm. I think it was pity uh <laughs> that she showed up, you but call it's it support. Love. Yeah. Sisters they support, they, yeah. No, most. I, it's probably pity. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay fair. That's also fair. fair. So she came to several of them and w- one of them was a hands-on one about video and and graphic tools. Okay. And then later on her Last year, her son graduated from high school, and she was like, I wanna make a mosaic. And I'm like, she said, but I don't know how to do it. I'm like, oh my gosh. There's a tool I, for that. I showed you that. You were in the class for that. <laughs> you put a smiley face emoji when I talked about it in Oops. that. Like, what are you thinking? And she's like, oh yeah. And so I realized that she's a weight. Yeah. She saw the application for what yeah. we were talking about, but she lives in a six-week window. And if what I'm talking about, what she hears about, doesn't fit in that six-week window in Mm. front of her, Mm. she puts it on the shelf and thinks about it later. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, she completely forgets where the shelves are. Yes. Right? She leaves it there, and she's like, I've heard of things, but she doesn't go back to them. Mm -hmm. So we got your wows, your waits, and then we have your what's. Yeah. Yeah, your what's. And they have some kind of a barrier against new technology, whether it's a fear that they're not going to get it, they don't have the gray matter, they don't have the hardware, they don't have the software, Mm -hmm. whether it's a fear that Bill Gates has a chip that is implanted in this one, Uh, you know, they have some kind of barrier, like distrust, barrier, Mm -hmm. fear. And so they're like, no, thank you. And they want proof. They want proof before they make that change. These are the people in the office, you have to wait until they go to the bathroom to install the update on the computer, because oh, they're wow. just not gonna do it, oh, wow. <laughs> right? Wow. They yep. want proof that before we take that step. Mm-hmm. So when you have your wows, your waits, and your what's all in the same uh, office, yeah. you have people going, you should try this. And they're like, I'll try it later. And another person says, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna try it. <laughs> yeah. And you have all this conflict. So the point of this is that, Once you recognize what your kind of resistance is, like we wows, we spend a lot of money and we don't commit to anything, right? Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want it all. And then I don't, I I just buy it all. And then I'm like, I don't know what to use because the next one might be better. So I better buy that too. Yeah. Yes. FOMO. Yes. Yes. Technological FOMO. (laughs) And then you've got your weights who just kind of don't come back to their ideas. And you've got your what's who just don't.
1: Yeah.
2: So once you understand kind of how you're coming at it, Mm -hmm. then you come at it also, not from the technology, like we wows come at it from like, this is a cool tool, how can I use it? Mm -hmm. I want you to not think of it that way. I want you to say, my email takes me way too long. Mm -hmm. How, what is out there, these are the specific things that are going wrong. What is out there that will help these problems? Rather than this is something that has this, Where can I put it in? Coming from the problem rather than solution is a much better balance. I'm getting excited because it was like
0: talking about stop chasing the money. I mean, there are parallels in helping people. Not every grand opportunity is your opportunity, right? Right. So we spend a lot of time talking to folks and clients about that. And so this is kind of that version. It's like Mm -hmm. not every tech tool is your tech tool. Maybe think about what it is that you, like you said, what What you don't like doing. Yeah. Because for me, I was like, I don't like cranking out this. I can't make this blog post work. What am I missing? And so I just, I did a chat GPT prompt about, I need this, an informal tone of voice about these three things. And I didn't end up using most of what it said, but it took me to another, and place. I could finish it very quickly. Yeah. So it yeah. saved me at least 30 to
2: 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. But now you've got that tool in your toolbox. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, okay, That you yeah. can push back out when you yep. need it. Yeah. And you've got it in the access, but you recognize the problem. And there was technology to fix it. Yeah. And now I have to make
0: a public service announcement. I'm not saying use ChatGPT to write your grants and never look at them and never check your sources and send it in just like that. That's not what I'm saying. Yes. Thank Good you. point. Good point. That's not what I'm saying.
1: Well, and I think, too, like... I would always drives me crazy is like, you'll, so we, you know, we needed something for project management for some of the work we do. So we tested out a few things, listened to what a few people we made our decision. We've got it, but it, there's, I feel like there's always the, Oh, but this is a better version. Oh, and this is the next best thing. But I'm like, but I don't need more than what I have. So I like that. Right. It's, it's not just chasing the shiny new object. It's right. finding what works yep. for you. And we'll, if what works for you and you are productive and you're getting what you need done,
2: then you don't have to get that well, next new tool. Yeah, so I like that. But again, that. going back to that outsourcing thing, are you really productive?
1: Yeah. You mm. know, you
2: are spending three hours a day on email, but you find that that's, you're used to that. But like, what if you only had to spend two hours a day on email? This yeah. Is like, yeah. you know, just really evaluating and looking at your business and seeing, even if I don't know them as holdups. Mm. Here's an example. So my manager... Uh, my manager does my proposals, right? Okay. And she, we have a whole system, and she's got snippets. You know, she's got descriptions. She just does that. And she does the proposals. So it's like 10 o'clock at night on a, a, a Sunday night, and she's texting me. She said, I still have two proposals to do. And I just got her an assistant to help, a real okay. person assistant. A real yeah. person. And I said, um, could she do that for you? And mm. she went, Ta-da. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so because she wasn't doing the rocket science stuff but sometimes when we're in it and it's just our task yep. and what we oh, have to do what and it's on used our to. list yeah. and she hadn't and we, we keep talking about this we need to stop and evaluate we haven't had time to stop y'all Yeah, uh, we need to stop and evaluate what she's doing and right. where she's spending her time right. and where she's getting bogged down to automate some of those things and see if we can pull off the yucky stuff that oh, yeah. she hates doing anyway.
1: We've had the exact conversation because we just hired our first virtual assistant what
2: two months ago maybe.
0: Yeah, a real maybe? person, yeah, not, in real person. Our, not in Atlanta, not
1: local to us. But yeah, there. I don't know how many times when we're talking about something and I'm like, okay, I'll take that, and Kimberly's Come like, on. no, that's that's busy work that you don't need yes. to be. You need to be focused on it this. It needs to be done. Y- it's you important. Don't need to do it. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, oh yeah, we can. Pa- let me put that in our project management and assign oh, it to her. Thank you.
2: Create a yes. task. Yes. It's,
1: it's a lovely thing. It yeah. is. It yes. is.
2: And getting that revelation, like, I don't have to do this. Yeah. I don't have to stay up to whatever to mm-hmm. just do this paperwork.
1: Okay. And now like twice you've mentioned the email thing. So I don't know that I've heard what is a tool that can help you do email faster? Because Nothing. I'm intrigued. It's horrible and I've been forever. Okay. I, have, I was like, I is I have there talked a way to
0: people who've used AI And this is where I'm going to talk about things that I may use the wrong words, and I'm sorry. But using different, not just ChatGPT, but other forms of other platforms, other tools, and they are they upload lots and lots of their emails, so that then it learns their style. That it is able to best predict the word that would come next, given their gotcha their style. I I mean, we all know it doesn't exactly work that way. It's a mathematical thing, but anyway, it's gets the its predictive power gets stronger. Uh huh. And it was someone in the, in the academy, and they, and they use it to, to write those longer emails or those sort of proposal in an email, or at least generate the first draft. Okay. But that's all I've got, and I've never done it. So I just thought I would share.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm just joking about email being, like, yes. I hate email so much. Yeah. So I, I, I just hate it all. But um,
1: <laughs> I don't mind it. But I mean, you could easily spend t- two hours of your day every day just yep. just doing that. and nothing I try else. to catch
2: up on Friday afternoons, and then I just give up and go yeah. play with the cats because it's it's just too much. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> email is is uh, there. There are several things. So if you look at, are you writing the same emails over and over again? Mm-hmm. Well, I use something called text expander, which is not AI. Right. But you write these snippets. Yeah. I'm taking notes. On the very very quickly you can write snippets. Yeah. And then it expands them. Like I have this one where gosh, it makes me feel so cute. Um, well, so you are someone cute. Oh gosh, thank you. <laughs> Somebody writes me and says, um, Haley will send off the proposal and I'm like, Oh, I really hope this works out. And then I used to do a little bitmoji with me doing like this, me right now with my fingers crossed, right? Yeah. And then I would have to go and get the bitmoji and right-click on it or download it and then put it in there and write me right now. And then put the colon. It's like, and I was like that email was... boilerplates, right? Yes. Oh. But now I do, I do this little code, colon, colon, now, and it plops it in there, and I look so cute, and it takes a half a second. I'm just I just I'm, I'm expressing joy yes, yes I know you are You're like, another oh. thing for a team this yeah. is really important with text expander which is not AI at all so it's no? kind of funny okay. Okay. but it's so helpful with text expander with a team you can have common answers which is fantastic when somebody writes to you gets one answer somebody writes to you gets one answer what have you you can have and especially when you have an assistant yeah. who is actually answering things I'm taking notes have, yeah And I wouldn't call it boilerplate. I I would call it more um, just common phrases? Common language. Common language. Yeah. Right? And they can share theirs and you can share yours with the team version. Because the paid version singularly is like $40 a year. It's a little bit more expensive with the team version. Okay. But you can share that and then you can update it at all times. And then it, you're you're going along and you're writing something and it says, hey, you seem to be writing that over and over again. Do you want to take, create a snippet? And I'm like, yes, where were you all my life? And oh. it it's everywhere you are. So you're on the web and, you know, like your whole signature line or... Yeah. I do a lot of things with um, online uh, sessions and I have a lot of bells and whistles and things like that. Oh. And so I put in there... Um, people always write me and say, how do you do your bells and whistles? And I'm like... I used to avoid writing those back. And now I'm like colon colon ecam and it writes this whole thing with all the links for yeah. all the things that I yeah. tell people about That's it. So cool. and yeah. Close. And now I can write them back in a second rather than waiting 2 weeks and then being embarrassed and Yeah. Not.
1: Oh, I think about it all the time, like I've written this before and it almost takes me more time to find so I can copy and paste yes. and bring it back. And I'm like, yes. I should have just written it. But yes. that's amazing.
2: You can even make it so that it'll pause in the middle, like hi, in a pause. And then you put the name. Yeah. Like it'll let you pause and put the name. I'm just, I'm like, mm, oh. are you okay? No, that's yes. fine. You're speaking yes. a love language. Yes. <laughs> <This> <laughs> is, and I'm sorry, yes. I'm taking like, notes. Yes. But seriously, great. that one changed Nobody my did. life. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe I I resisted using this one before. It's like it's like autocorrect for Everywhere. All the things,
1: all the things. Well, we could sit here and talk to you about tech tools oh, all day long because, oh. like Kimberly said, that's our love language. It's, but you've got places to be, and we've got an introvert and extrovert section to teach. So we've
0: all got
2: we just we, yeah. It's the I Grant Summit. It We're busy. It went so fast. I, know, I know. So Thank I want to tell so many more I all, all talk the stories all day. Well, here's
1: what we really need you to tell the people:
2: How do they find you? If
1: people are like, oh my gosh, I need Bessie in my life. She's because my nerdy best friend. Where do they come to get you? What's the best
2: thing? Yournerdybestfriend.com is okay. my site. However, however... Yes. Uh, find me on LinkedIn, because okay. I'm putting a lot of my AI experiments on there. Okay. Um, and it's it's been... It's LinkedIn. really a good place to find me is on LinkedIn, because it's got...
1: Can we just put Beth Z in the thing? Will that find you, or do we need your last name? Uh, or do think, we
2: need your nerdy best friend? Uh, I think it's nerdybff.
1: Nerdybff Nerdy LinkedIn. Nerdy is a good way to find me,
2: but... Um, noted i would yes. say put my last name but nobody i had it my practice husband used to carry my business card in his pocket so he could spell it so i yeah <laughs> i did say practice husband. i know i was like i'm yes. glad that that was the practice. new one is uh got it down right away
1: excellent important excellent yeah
2: yeah thank you so much <laughs> yes thanks for fantastic. joining us oh, I really thank you so it. much i can't believe it went by so fast well, y'all are so charming glad. well
1: right we I are gotcha. excited <laughs> Thanks again to today's sponsor, Kim Joyce and Associates. If you want to learn more about career opportunities and client relations with this growing business, visit KimJoyceAndAssociates.com. That's K-I-M-J-O-Y-C-E and Associates.com. We really did love chatting with Beth. And if you enjoyed it as much as we did and you want more, you could check out the Grant Professional Association's I Learn Live event, which is on February 9th, coming up soon. 2024. From t- Yep, 2024, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. Beth is the keynote speaker, and she will be talking about the practical use of AI in the grants profession. And there's some other speakers as well. So visit grantprofessionals.org to register and to find out more information about I Live and where you can see some more Beth Z.
0: And that's... As always, we are honored and appreciative of all the good things that you are choosing to spend some time with us every two weeks. Next up, we'll be talking about pro tips on grant writing because Amanda
2: and I have some stuff to say. Bye for now.